Welcome back to another episode of the Catholic Buzz Podcast. Uh, we're happy that you're joining us today as we're continuing our conversation on the afterlife. Uh, my name is uh, Father Daniele, and I'm joined by Josh Sullivan over here Hello. and Matt Van Milligan. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing yeah. okay. Yeah. Last week, we talked about heaven. Mm-hmm. Which was a joy because heaven, uh, you know, is is always great to talk it's to, a good place, a good talk about, you know, and it's always uh, great to have those conversations. Hopeful, it's hopeful, and dreamy almost. Which means if we talked about heaven last week, we have to talk about hell mm. this week. So a little bit of a downer. Yeah. Eh? You could even say down. a buzzkill. It's a buzzkill. <laughs> yes, I like, I like what you did there, Matt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, all joking aside, of course, let's talk about hell. Why not? Because uh, as much as we're looking forward to heaven, we are also trying to actively avoid hell, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's not something that we shouldn't talk about. It's uh, something that uh, is part of our reality as Christians. You know, we're trying to live for heaven and, uh, and to avoid hell. So let's talk about it because, uh, you know, why don't I just start the conversation here about, I think so many people today... We kind of talked about this a little bit with the devil. You know, people don't believe the devil exists, which is just blows my mind. But some people believe that hell doesn't exist. Yeah, like hell is not a thing. And in fact, if I remember correctly, I think uh, if I remember the the date, I think it was 2018, or the Pope Francis made some comments about hell. And of course, you know, the media reported that the Pope had said that hell doesn't exist. Yeah, you know, and that made yeah. headlines everywhere. Yeah. And the Vatican had to clarify. You know, you you must picture them sometimes shaking their head like just, we have to clarify this. You know, like, yeah, yeah. You know, but Roll the Vatican clarified, and I believe the headline was like Pope. Uh, Vatican says Pope did not say hell doesn't exist, <laughs> you know. Uh, but there are people out there who don't think that hell exists. Yeah, and it's strange that we have to go through these kind of like semantic gymnastics to be like, we didn't say that hell doesn't exist. Like yeah. that it's it's been a claim since kind of the beginning, right? Um, that you know hell is is something to be avoided, and that you know there it's it's a spiritual reality. Um, yeah. We talked last week about, you know, is is heaven a place? Is uh um that, you know, um that the reality of hell is something that we should, you know, <laughs> actively avoid. Sure. Um and, you know, one of the um you could say the the idea or like the kind of the increasingly secular idea that like well hell is just kind of this fear narrative that is just kind of this residual part of an archaic religion or or, yeah. or that you get this um idea that, you know, um we talked a little while ago about um, uh, C.S. Lewis's screw tape letters that is just like, was well, probably a pretty good tactic of somebody who wants, you know, people to go to hell, mm-hmm. i.e. Satan, to, you know, convince them that it doesn't exist because, you, you know, you can't, you can't actively avoid something you don't, um, you know, think exists. Exactly. Yeah. And we always start right from the uh, catechism of the Catholic Church, right? So... Uh, what does the catechism say about hell? Well, if you are, uh, if you have your catechism at home and you're following along, uh, the numbers uh, on hell are from 1033 to 1037. They all talk about hell. And it says uh, this, that uh, we cannot be united with God unless we fr- freely choose to love him. Okay, so that's 1033. But we cannot love God if we sin gravely against him, against our neighbor, and against ourselves. Our Lord warns us that we shall be separated from him if we fail to meet the serious needs of the poor and the little ones who are his brethren. To die in mortal sin without repenting and accepting God's merciful love means remaining separated from him forever by our own free choice. Mm. 
and this state of definitive self-exclusion from communion with God and the blessed is called hell. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, did it just talk about little people? <laughs> you <laughs> yes. mentioned something about that, and I was like, what? So are they talking about children, or are they talking about... Uh, serious <laughs> needs of the poor and the little ones who are his brethren. Yeah, like all mm-hmm. all the Christian faithful, oh, all okay. people of yeah. goodwill. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, like the Beatitudes, eh? Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. Exactly. I, I, it was just something that stuck. I was like, whoa, what, what's going on there? Yeah, and um, you know, this I, I like. I actually really like the the language is clear that it's a self exclusion mm-hmm. from communion with God because another another like another thing people think about hell is that God has. You know, or that people are predestined to go to hell, or or mm. people are just have no good in them. That that that's their fate, or, or whatever. Or, it might or that be. God does it as a punishment, meaning like I hate you, you're going to hell. Yeah, you know, like like yeah, yeah. Well, that's not true. And actually, ten thirty seven speaks that God predestines no one to go to hell. Right. So it's a self exclusion from communion with God, um, and uh, so that's what the Catechism teaches. Jesus himself yeah. talks about. Uh, you know, the unquenchable fire. Mm. He talks about this place called Gehenna, right? That's the unquenchable, uh, uncontrollable fire. So for people to say that hell doesn't exist, uh, that's just not compatible with what Jesus uh, said. You, you got to think a lot of times too, like if if there is a heaven, and, and think of God loving us no matter what, if if someone didn't want to be with Christ or God for for all eternity, if that's if that's what heaven is, and spending like eternity with God or you know being with God, and someone chose not to do that, then they couldn't be in heaven, and so there have to be another place. It could be purgatory because we've already talked about like in episode twelve, purgatory. We talked all about purgatory and season purgatory, one, episode twelve. Season one, episode twelve, <laughs> uh, ep- uh, that it's on on the way to heaven. Like it, it's a specific, um, you know, it's a waiting ground, if you will. But how that um, hell is a place then that is out of reach of God, not out of reach, out of communion with God in a place. So, like, if you chose not to be with God, that's where he's going to stick you. Yeah. <laughs> like, here, here you go. This is what you chose. I'm not going to make you stay with me for eternity if you don't want to, you know? Yeah, and while the, you know, people talk about the punishments of hell, like yeah. what it's going to be like, you know, people describe it like a fiery place and yeah. a place of torment and torture. But the, the church teaches that the chief punishment of yeah. hell, like the, the being, most extreme yeah. punishment of being in hell, is that you're separated from God. Yeah. Like that's worse than everything else that someone it, will experience. It, 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 you can think of it, the way I think of it anyways, is is that if being in heaven, as we talked about last week, was is being in full communion. And so like the, whatever hole it is in our, in our bodies, whatever that is completely fulfilled, like that complete fulfillment that we have, then being away from God is the complete opposite. And mm. and not only that, but you don't have any hope of ever reconciling that. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So so whereas in like if I'm hungry, I can kind of take a little bit if I'm really hungry, if I'm starving hungry, then I can take a little bit of solace knowing that eventually one day I'm going to eat again. You know what I mean? Mm. And but if like the the how how desperate I would feel or how how awful I would feel if I was really hungry and never going to be eating again, you know? Like, if that was just the situation, that would just be awful, right? Yeah, in our episode about 20, you you mentioned, like, the parable, uh, like, Lazarus and the poor man, right? Mm -hmm. So Lazarus goes down into the realm uh, of the dead, right? And uh, he's he's being tortured so much that he asks that uh, the poor man... uh, um, uh, Lazarus. Lazarus, sorry. Yeah. Uh, the Lazarus comes and dips his finger, finger mm-hmm. just to wet his tongue. Yeah. Right? Like, that's how you know how, how, how desperate he was. And not only that, were. too, like, because you got to think, 
Lazarus was the bum that lived outdoors yeah. and ate from the scraps. So this is a big deal just to have him put something in your mouth. Exactly. You know what I mean? On top of everything else, like the imagery there is just beautiful. I mean, that's how desperate he was. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say that it's like just when we were talking about addressing kind of misconceptions or people have mm-hmm. uh, this idea that like uh, we mentioned, uh, like, is heaven a place? Is hell a place? It's like people imagine hell as this place that God created to send people he doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of kind of the opposite. And like people have this conception. And one of the arguments you hear against uh, God or like the atheist argument is like, how can a good God send people to hell? Yeah. And it's like, well... Um, ironically, um, that it's like uh, God created heaven, God created earth, but um, hell is kind of our own creation by rejection. Or like you know, the you have the the fall of uh, Lucifer, and yeah. um, that you know uh, that effective separation is removal from. Um, but that can't happen if God isn't primarily love. That it's like um, God could compel all of us to love Him and be with Him in paradise forever. Yeah. It's like, but we have a choice that like uh, in, in order for love to actually be love, it needs to be freely given. Um, so a free choice. And, and as a result, yeah. you know, the angels were given a choice. We're given a choice. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's, it, uh, it surprises a lot of people that, you know, the fact that we can choose hell, the fact that hell mm-hmm. is an option actually, you know, uh, follows from the fact that God is primarily love. I, I was, I was, uh, thinking about something that i heard recently that um that people choose hell like why would anybody ever want to choose hell and then one of the speakers i was listening to offered up this as an explanation which is kind of a cool idea and again this is not necessarily what the church teaches but it was a cool idea that i don't think denies anything that the church teaches um but it was about how um the reason we go to confession is because imagine you're going to go to a party and you see uh, like a little stain on your shirt. And so you get really good at every time you go to leave your car, you look for a stain, you see the stain, you change the shirt and you get really good at doing that, right? Mm-hmm. Or every time every time you go to your mom's house and you change the shirt that your mom has washed for you and you get really used to this being the way of things. Meaning I've got, oh, I've got something here. I can't get to the banquet. I can't get to the feast. Um, like I need some help here. H- here you go. And you just get used to this, um, this, this, uh, I don't know, ritual, if you will. If you do, then when you get it, when you get to heaven, if you will, with confession and everything else, when you get there, then you're used to like, oh, I, I got some stuff here. You have no problem saying, okay, God, you know, I'm a sinner and I'm sorry. And knowing that his love and, 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 and his sacrifice on the cross conquers all, you have no problem saying, okay, give me a clean shirt. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I need it. Sorry, God, like, because I've lived my life this way and I've, you know, and so that practice and repetition of going to confession is so important for us. That's why we got to do it at least once a year is so that we're in that mind frame and that thought. Whereas if you've never done that before, can you imagine coming up to the feast and stuff and looking at your shirt and seeing how dirty it is? Because first of all, you haven't been changing it every year. But uh, then you look at it and you go like, oh my gosh, ah, okay, okay I can't be here. You know what I mean? And you just walk away. And that's, and that's so one of those things like, it it takes a big realization or some real truth there to have you put down your pride and realize, okay, here's my shirt, take my shirt at that last moment versus if you're doing it all the time, then it's just a regular thing for you to realize that you are a sinner. Yeah, it's a good reflection for the season of Lent, right? Like uh, Lent is more penitential um, and and we're called to to really reflect on our sinfulness, you know, and put it in perspective. You know, we were talking about like, Heaven is our destiny. Hell is something we're avoiding. So 
let's free ourselves. Let's remove those sins from our life by going to confession. Here's what uh, the church says happens to us when we die, okay? It says this, the teaching of the church affirms the existence of hell and its eternity. This is 1035 in the catechism. Immediately after death, the souls of those who die in a state of mortal sin Mm -hmm. descend into hell. Mm Mm-hmm where they suffer the punishments of hell, the eternal fire. The chief punishment of hell is eternal separation from God in whom alone man can possess the life and happiness for which he was created and for which he longs. Yeah. Okay, so let me so just clarify. immediately th- those, after death. Yeah, that dirty state was venial sins. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I'll yes, just yes, clarify yes, that yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But yo, yeah, exactly. It was, it was immediately, you're, you're, it's there, boom, done. And yeah, talked, that's uh, not hard. that's not nice news to swallow. <laughs> well, right? and, and 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 I gotta I I gotta think that a lot of people would have mortal sin on your soul, potentially, especially if you grew up Catholic and you know what they are, what mortal sins are. You know, you know, you know they're against the church, and you know you you fit the three criteria or all the criteria that yeah. goes in along with mortal sin. We talked about that in another episode. Uh, I don't have it at the tip of my tongue right now, but um, so the difference between venial and mortal sin and. I, I, you got to imagine that people do die with mortal sin on their soul, and that's where they go. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, exercising that gift of reconciliation is crucial. Yeah. You know, and one thing that's really important to remember is, uh, you know, while hell is scary, yeah. uh, and so should it be, I guess, because, you know, we're talking about this separation from God, um, there's chance after chance after chance mm-hmm. in our life, really, to to avoid that situation, right? I think sometimes we just, um, I don't know, maybe maybe we don't take it seriously. Maybe we take it for granted. Maybe uh, we just don't take advantage of those opportunities, yeah. you know, to... Yeah, and I think a, a, a lot of people uh, inside and outside the church want to talk about hell in, in a sense that it's like, well... God doesn't like sinners, so, you know, he sends sinners to hell. It's like, but the reality is that, you know, we we all sin. We all fall short of, sure, of, glory of, of that glory. And that um, e- even looking at, like, uh, the necessary recognition that we're sinners, like, God came <laughs> for sinners. And, like, a lot, a lot of time, looking at the Gospels, like, the, you know, the primary candidates for hell yeah. are the people who actually think that, you know, by their own merits— they're worthy of heaven, exactly. Or you know, they don't care for the poor. They don't care for those in need. They um, um, they teach others to you know reject the law and reject God's commandments. Um, that you know, uh, this idea that you know, oh, you know, all, all sinners go to hell is like, well, no. Christ came for sinners. Christ mm-hmm. came to redeem sin. So mm-hmm. we, need, we need to kind of be kind of clear that it's not just kind of an us and them. We're on the inside. They're on the outside. That it's like no. It, it that can distract us from the reality that we need to. And we talked about it many times before, but that it is through his sacrifice alone mm-hmm. that we're saved. Yeah. And so we understand that. So like if someone's just tuning in for the first time and trying to... No, that's something that we mentioned. If you go back yes. on many podcasts, we talk about this, but <laughs> yeah. we're talking about reconciliation. We're talking about the venial sins and mortal sins and mm-hmm. purgatory, all that stuff. But uh, so we recognize that too. But it is like this, if you have mortal sin on your soul, then that, you know, that is, that's what the church teaches. Mm-hmm. That this is a real, very real thing. And so, and asking for that forgiveness for your sins and asking, like, taking that up and asking for it. You have to do that. And part of that, too, is also giving you, I mean, this is getting to confession more than hell, but uh, is is to give you the clean slate and give you the graces and mercy that you need, courage and stuff to, to get past 
the stain of sin or the uh, the mm-hmm. burden of sin on your own soul. Mm-hmm. So asking Christ for the redemption in his sacrifice, yeah. asking him for that and confession and then going from there. Okay, so let's go through some. Uh, you know, you know, one of the, we'll go through like, like I guess we like we did last in the episode yeah. about heaven. Some questions about it and some misconceptions. You know, one thing I don't like about it is that people just kind of resign themselves to hell. Like, well, I'm going to hell anyways. You yeah. know, it becomes like yeah. a joke. Yeah. What do we think about that? You know, like it's it, people are like, well, me, I'll see you there or yeah. something like that. Yeah. You know, it's very common. You hear it a lot. Yeah. And you know, I know people are trying to be funny. Uh, you know, and uh, the humor's not lost on me, but <laughs> I don't think it's a it's a very cool thing to joke about. Yeah, I don't I don't think people understand. I think it's a misunderstanding of what hell is, or you know, because we wouldn't joke about this it, eternal damnation of of you know. It's, it's sarcastic in nature in the sense that I'm not really gonna go to hell, right? Does that make sense? So it's not really an option for me, and that's what the humor comes from understanding like but in that you're also suggesting that maybe hell's not a real place you know like like it, it, you know sure. I mean? so that's another way of looking at and, it and and also people say like um you know well god is god is full of mercy so yeah. i don't i have nothing to worry about that's very true like we're we <laughs> what the church does not do and i want to make this clear is the church does not definitively say that there are people in heaven, right? Or sorry, that there are people in hell, like we do about mm. heaven. Yeah. Like so, we declare saints. There, are, there are people canonized saints uh, that we can say, okay, there's all these saints in heaven. You know, there's uh, Saint Joseph, there's Saint Paul, there's uh, you know Saint John Paul II, Mother Teresa, Saint Teresa of Avila, all these, all these great saints. So we definitively, definitively say that they're in mm-hmm. heaven. We don't, however, definitively say that anyone's in hell because. We don't want to speak for the mercy of God, exactly. right? We don't want to speak about that. Uh, we don't want to speak for the mercy of God, I should say. Um, so my kids just asked me about this. And so one of the things they asked me about was, is Judas in hell? Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a big question. We were just driving in the car, and because we're talking about Good Friday coming up and all that other stuff, that that was one of the questions that came forward. And so I had my four boys in the car, and we had a discussion about the mercy, how like, the church can't say there's a couple things we know that he 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 betrayed but then he also felt he felt remorse because he threw the silver back in their face like he felt some sort but then he committed suicide but then we know suicide a lot of times is mental illness or so you know like and so the church what the church teaches the church doesn't say that judas who betrayed jesus is in hell because we don't know the mercy of god and Mm -hmm. we don't know what happened in the last minutes and we don't know you know like that's right we can't possibly do that and we can't speak to that we can say that these people are in heaven because of the way that they lived and that we've asked for miracles and all that other stuff. So, but like, we don't ask, we don't hope, we don't dream that people are in hell. That's right. And you know, know, that's the common thing that people say, like, what about Judas? What about uh, Hitler? Hitler. Hitler's the number one. Don't you think Hitler's in, in hell? You know, and, and really we can't, we can't say, we can't say definitively. Uh, But, and, and I think people confuse that because we do say like, well, we can't speak for God and say these people are in, are in hell. Right. Mm -hmm. And then people say, wow, Maybe God's mercy is, uh, you know, uh, so wide that no one's in hell. Maybe mm-hmm. no one's. And then people sort of appreciate, like, and then people, this is the problem with, with those types of questions, is that people say, well, I'm not Hitler. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not Judas. Yeah. And so now we're comparing 
our uh, our sins to other people and say, well, because I'm better than this person, mm-hmm. I don't deserve hell. Yeah, and if you think about it, it goes back to for me the key word of the self exclusion part, right? Exactly. So, so that is part of it. Exactly. And and then and then the other part of it is I I would always like to say that if a bear came out of the woods and I was standing in the field with my kids, okay, it's going a little wild here, I know, but. Uh, if I, <laughs> that I would send my kids away and then I would wrestle the bear, right? Like I, think right. That, I would like to always think that that's what I would do. I'd be the awesome father, brave husband, and, and that's what I would do. And I wouldn't all of a sudden have a really high squeaky voice and say, run! You know? <laughs> um, but in reality, I don't know what's going to happen <sighs> until I'm there and I'm faced with that decision and that choice. And again, I think that I'm probably going to stand my ground. But again, I hope, you know, I know though from past experiences that there could be a chance that I could, in a high, very high voice, yell, run, and then, you know. Um, so the same kind of thing from the self-exclusion. Like, yo, well, you know what? I'm If it's just self-exclusion, then don't worry. I'm not going to self-exclude myself. Like, I'm not going to do that. But you have no idea, again, what you're going to do when you're faced with the awesome and glory and power of God with, with <laughs> when you see your own... Um, plainness if that makes sense or the yeah, old, you yeah. know you're not gonna you don't know how you're gonna react to that and and if your life is anything leading up to that point and you haven't practiced and you haven't haven't understood that then yeah you might just turn and say no I, yeah, I'm not worthy of this I'm gonna walk away yeah. you know I, even though your whole life you've been saying no I'm not gonna do that I'm gonna do this you know so. what about people who say I've heard people say well you know uh, there's there's heaven yes okay but uh, because of what's happening here on earth People say like hell is here on earth because you know <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. waiting to go. And, and I mean, you look around and you can compare. I I, I don't know. I, <laughs> we I don't know what to compare to, right? But you say what? What do we say to those people who say like this earth is kind of hellish there, for them? Uh, there's a way in which that's very true. That it's like when sin entered the world, that it's like it it made a little uh, you know uh, uh, original sin broke. Um, you know the 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 paradise broke kind of the the perfection uh, that we were created for, um, and you know even even the instances uh, that you have Satan in the Bible. You know he's prowling about the world. He's mm-hmm. entering into the garden. He's um, <laughs> uh, contemplating Job, um, like th- those those types of things that that like evil and sin enter the world. The, you know, uh, I think it's either T- St. Thomas Aquinas or it's uh, St. Augustine. I can't remember which one. But one of them talked about actually how purgatory, your sentence in purgatory, if we kind of call it that, again, go back to the episode 12 in season one, but um, your your purgatory could be your life on earth now. And so they, he, was, he went into a little bit about that, so you can look that up. But um, talking about, but not hell necessarily as like your death sentence or your, you're like, your, but he talked about how purgatory, you could live out your purgatory on earth, you know, and that was him, again, not necessarily something from the catechism, but something from one of the um, saints that have talked about this is a potential, like, that's what they suggest, you know, and so that's yeah. getting to the purgatory episode, but. Yeah, and, um, you know, on, the, on, that, on that sort of topic, I guess. Uh, you know, there are moments in this life, you know, when you were talking about original sin and all these things, there are moments in this life that give us a glimpse of heaven, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. you said in the heaven episode about yeah. when we're at mass and we consecrate the Eucharist, you know, heaven meets earth there. And then there are moments of grace that we're just like, ooh, we feel the presence of God. So we have glimpses of, of heaven in the same way we get glimpses of hell, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. I think in, the, in our torture, in our struggle, in, uh, in things that you see that are nasty, things that are, you you know, you know, things happen in your life and you're like, that was evil. Mm-hmm. That was pure evil. I know. Yeah know it i felt it 
uh, whatever it might be. Loneliness. Uh, like there are, there are parts like that I can think, like I'm trying to think what would be my, and I, loneliness. Even even when I'm surrounded by people, how lonely I could feel in like in the depths of the worst that I've been at. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And so like those are my little moments of appearing, you know. Okay. Um, can you get out of hell? No. Then <laughs> <laughs> we we talked. They talked about uh, again. We go back to Jesus talking about the parable of Abraham and Lazarus, yeah. right? And talking about how he wants to go warn his brothers, and they, that's not possible. Mm-hmm. And he's yes. okay. Well, then send Lazarus for me, yeah, and yeah. he'll go warn my brothers. And he's like, no, like we they can't do listen. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. So it's it's final you, when you're damned to hell. Yeah, that's that's where you that's, that's where you stay. That's right. Um, it's no I, purgatory. You know, I, I just love that you keep bringing this uh, Lazarus. This yeah. It, because you know, at, at the end, because well, there's a warning there, eh? and I think it's really important for us mm-hmm. because, like, he says, "Can you send? Can you can you send Lazarus to warn my brothers or yeah. something like that?" And and you know, they said, "Well, no." Uh, if you didn't listen to the prophets, they had the prophets. They had yeah. Moses. Yeah. They had all these people to warn them. And it's like, no, 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 no. But maybe they won't listen to them. But if you send someone from the dead to warn them, it's like someone someone from the dead to come and warn them they'll for sure listen you know yeah, like yeah i just the imagery there is beautiful like jesus is here you know <laughs> he's gonna raise from the dead and even then people won't believe mm-hmm. yeah you know and yeah. i just think about you know excluding yourself like sometimes we're just slow to believe hard hardness of hearts and god is acting right in front of us and yet we, in little ways each day, we choose hell yeah. over the mm-hmm. grace that heaven gives us. Okay, what about non-Catholic people or non-Christian mm-hmm. people? Mm-hmm. Like, are they um, are, are 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 they condemned to hell? Um, well, we we talked in a previous episode that um, like uh, we want to think about it in a kind of constructive and edifying way. That it's like the church is not in the business of you know this person is going to hell or this group of people is going to like that it's not really our job we we want to speak in you know general categorical make these theological deductions to say what can i do or what can we do to you know avoid hell um but it's it's again we're we're not really that invested in saying you know these people um uh go to hell um but we we want to say that uh or yeah we've said in previous uh episodes that you know the sacraments are the means the ordinary means given to us to you know affect our own salvation to participate uh in the divine will to collaborate with you know the grace that's being offered to us so this is what the church this this is the proper and ordinary way that mm-hmm. you know we we pursue heaven and avoid hell um it's like but you know it's a very fair question to say what about those who either you know have never had that presented to them never had that option you say like entire civilizations or like groups of people historically haven't never haven't encountered the gospel haven't yeah. heard the name jesus christ what about them um and again we, we said in earlier episodes that you know the, the sacramental means is what we're given um but you know that's the way we're bound. Yes, God is not bound by the yeah. sacraments. So yeah. you know, um, and you know, we talk about the thief on the cross, and that says, you know, um, uh, I, I think we talked about it last yeah. last week. Uh, Christ said, "You'll yeah. be with me in paradise." Yeah. So again, well, we, he wasn't we, baptized. We, we didn't we didn't check our kind of sacramental boxes to say, "Hey, is Jesus allowed to do this?" And we're like, Jesus is God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is he allowed to do this? Yeah. Yeah. 
um, yeah, and I and I think you know there's there's a beauty there because you know um, God who is all powerful you know does does act outside of the sacraments, and I think you know there are people who can encounter God in other ways. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, the, the warning that I would bring with that is yeah. is just that again, if you're given the option, we're That's we're talking exactly. we're, we're talking about people that don't have the option or don't like whether we talk about like uh, babies that have been miscarried or aborted or we, whether we're talking about um, tribes on islands that have never been reached by missionaries or whatever the case may be like those people have not been given the option if you've been given the option and denied it there's a difference there then mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then that we're talking about here and again we're not saying whether these people get to heaven or hell. We're just saying that we can't make that judgment, that we can't say outside of the box that they are definitely going to hell because we God's mercy, right? Exactly. But 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 if you're given the option <laughs> and you deny yeah. it, there's a difference there. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, what does what is hell like? Like what does it look like? Is it you Fiery. know we you know we t- we'll think what like. Uh, Dante's yeah, yeah. Inferno. Yeah, no, I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, but like, I was thinking about that. Yeah, it's funny because our our imagination about yes. you know what hell looks like is just like is what heaven looks by, like. Yes, but yeah. like uh, interestingly, um, our, like our literary historical imagination a lot of times is more invested. In, like, how many people have read Dante's Inferno and how many have read uh, Paradiso? Yeah, <laughs> then right. it's like yeah. like the, sure. and you know, yeah. but uh, again, we we bring a lot of our associations. You talked last week about how um, a lot of you know classical depictions of hell are rooted in kind of the Aristotelian cosmology, and you know, heaven is up and hell is down. Yeah, um, that you know, you read Dante's Inferno, and you know, you have different levels levels of hell, yeah. and you know, most of them are occupied by medieval Italian aristocracy or like people <laughs> people that Dante didn't like. Exactly. Um, yeah. But it's, and again, there are tons of theological insights in there as well. Um, but again, we, we bring our own kind of um, association of, uh, primarily if, you know, um, heaven is um, direct communion with Christ um, and, you know, communion of the saints, you know, you can think about that in opposition. So it's like, um, hell is, you know, lonely. Hell is desolate. Hell is, you know, a removal from every, you know, uh, good, uh, essential good, or like yeah. good that is kind of core to, or what we were created to be. Um, uh, but, y- and again, you have the imagery of kind of fire and brimstone. Yes. Um, yeah. And ironically, the, the, the <laughs> lowest layer of, of hell in, in Dante's Inferno is actually ice, is frozen. Satan is like yeah. waist deep in a, in a frozen lake. Yeah. Wow. Um, I, and, uh, yeah. sorry, just uh, while we're yeah, talking yeah. about hell being something like a, a, a matter of your own choosing, um, the reason that the lake stays frozen is that uh, Satan's wings are flapping t- to create the cool air. So he's actually imprisoning himself in ice. Oh, is, interesting. Yeah. So hell has truly frozen over. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> in, 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 in Dante's imagination, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so, you know, I always bring myself, uh, we're running out of time here, so I, I, I always bring myself... To think about, you know, Matthew, uh, you know, chapter 18, uh, Jesus talking about if, you're, if your hand causes you to stumble, cut, cut it, it off because yeah. it's better for you to go into hell with one hand than to go into yeah. hell with both. Mm-hmm. If your eye causes you to stumble, whatever, you know, um, that for me, every time I read it, it's like, hey. Shows you the seriousness. It's Yeah, it's like Jesus is saying, this is serious, you know, like. And we have to do what we can to avoid that, mm-hmm. right? 
you know, as much as people joke and as much as people say, Ooh, it's going to be hot where I'm going or whatever it might be. Uh, you know, Jesus is saying, you know, like this is a serious thing that in your life here, um, we have to do what we can to avoid hell to, and and to be with God forever. And we should desire that as, as people, even people of goodwill should desire to be, you know, with God rather than tormented Mm -hmm. for the rest uh, of eternity. Right. And I think it's a stark reminder to us that, you know, we were talking last week about having friends that encourage you to go, uh, to, to, to be <laughs> saints, to, to, to go to heaven. Yeah. It's, this is part of it to, to be, to have friends that avoid, that help you avoid hell. <laughs> man, man, uh, there's a t-shirt that I, I just think of that my uncle wears sometimes and my dad has them and it says all the men in a uh, men's group got him, but just says, you know, uh, friends don't let good friends go to hell. You know, like, yeah. you know so like the meaning that you're going to step up and talk to your friend about attitudes and ways that they might be going to hell. Not, not like, but just being like what you're doing right there. Like if you need help, I'm here to pray for you. You right. know what I mean? Versus, you know, um, just kind of ignoring it. Exactly. So stepping up and actually encouraging each other to, to go towards heaven. Yeah. And to remember that, you know, we are, we're, we're heading in a direction. Yeah. Like all of us are heading in a direction, whether we like it or not. Which direction do we want to be? What 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 is our destination? That it comes from our free will. God's given us free will. He's also given us uh, His goodness, His grace, His sacraments, all these things to help us. You know, do we want to share that with others? You know, that's that's yeah, what course. evangelization yeah. Is, yeah. is. We want our brothers and sisters, our friends, our neighbors. We want them to join us in heaven. So this, you know, we 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 want to talk about this. We want them to understand who Jesus is. We want them to understand uh, about the life after the one that's that that we're in what we see in front of us now is not forever yeah. and, and the gospels continually remind us of that reality and yet we continue just to sort of take it for granted unlike other religions we don't believe there's only so many spots <laughs> right in heaven right the, like heaven yeah. is at like there is a spot for you in heaven exactly you know I mean? if in my father's choose. house there, there are many there rooms, are many rooms. Yeah. if it were not so i would why you know why would yeah. i have told you there why wouldn't have i told you all right. Well, that's it. Uh, you know, and I must say, you know, we were talking about glimpses of hell on earth. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't happen for me when I spend time with you guys. So well, just, to, just to <laughs> clarify. Yeah. I think that's I, the I, nicest I thing you've that. ever said to me. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to say more nice things to Matt, you can drop us a line at the Catholic Buzz Podcast at gmail.com or leave a comment right on our YouTube channel uh, or Facebook or Instagram page. Uh, that's all the time we have. So for Josh Sullivan and Matt Van Milligan, my name is Father Daniele. We'll see you next time on the Catholic Buzz. <laughs>